This is Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Looking for your next great career? You're in the right spot. And now, alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Good morning. Welcome to Hired. Yep, this is the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. My name is Steve Wexler. I'm the leadership coach here at Good Karma Brands, and our show is produced at the GKB Home Office Studios in chilly Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is the show where we talk about recruitment, business culture, opportunity, and we focus on our own company, Good Karma Brands. Today, Milwaukee Market Manager Greg Scalzo will join us. We have a brand new initiative involving the Milwaukee Bucks and the NBA and a new opportunity to join our team. Then on the GKB hot seat today, it is digital sales manager Mike Matroka joining us from West Palm Beach, Florida. That's coming up next here on Hired, the GKB recruitment show on the GKB radio network. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB recruitment show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired, heard every weekend along the Good Karma Brand's radio network. Glad to have you with us this weekend. And joining us now from our home office studios in Milwaukee is our Milwaukee market manager, Greg Scalzo. Hey, Scalz. Hey, Wex. Good to see you. You too. How are you? Fantastic. Yourself? I am great. And there's always a lot going on in Good Karma Brand's there's always a lot going on in the Milwaukee market where we do so many cool things. But you guys announced something, what, a couple of weeks ago that is new, um, that's interesting, it's digital, it's broadcast, it's content, and it's all around our favorite NBA team. Yes, we announced the uh, the formation of Bucks Plus. So it's a first-of-its-kind audio platform that is really shared by the Milwaukee Bucks and Good Karma Brands to be able to bring Bucks fans, NBA fans, um, really just fans of storytelling in general as it pertains to the NBA and professional basketball uh, direct-to-consumer audio platform so they can stay informed on what's going on with their latest team with something like Bucks and Six, which is a six-minute game recap that's going to come out following every game. So those West Coast games, Wex, you know how you could fall asleep maybe in the second half. Right, right. You know, the next morning you wake up, you want to figure out everything that happened, you know, learn a little bit more than you get from your ESPN app. Uh, Bucks and Six provides a six-minute game recap which is uh, masterfully done by Greg Matzik. Um, we have a Here District podcast we're going to be launching with, which is more of your week-to-week what's going on with the Bucks. Talking- so that's a, a play on words on the Deer District here in Milwaukee. That is correct. See how I picked up on that? Well done. Thank you. You would be amazed at how many puns we came up with uh, when it came right? to titling out the different podcast oh, ideas that we had. a new challenge. But, okay, so we have the Here District as well. The Here District that will be, uh, be there upon launch where uh, we're going to have a host talking to big NBA guests. So think Charles Barkley, Kedrick mm. Perkins, um, you know, EJ, sort of the top of the top when it comes to NBA guests, but focused all in on what's happening with the Bucks and learning a little bit about maybe some of those former players or former coaches' history with Milwaukee. And then a long-form episodic podcast called uh, Behind the Bucks, where we're going to take deep dives into particular players' stories, events, uh, you know, different elements of what make the Bucks, the Bucks, right? And take a really deep dive, uh, long form episodic approach to telling some of those stories um, in and around the Bucks from history 
current, everything in between. And we're going to be uh, launching with those three podcasts and a plan to continue to build this platform from there on out. We're talking with Greg Scalzo. Greg runs our Milwaukee market at Good Karma Brands. And we're talking about uh, a new product, uh, an exciting new product. Uh, and by the way, a professional opportunity that um, we're recruiting for uh, at the moment as well. So all this content you're describing, I mean, that's a lot of content because it's games, it's stories, it's history, it's stats, it's features, it's promotions. Um, how, how are we going to produce all of this content here in Milwaukee? Well, that's where the editor-in-chief comes into play. Ah. And that is what we are looking to hire in order to ultimately lead this platform, uh, working with Good Karma Brands, but also in conjunction with the Bucks, uh, and really taking a leadership approach to, okay, here's what we need to put into place in order to tell all of the stories and create all of the content that we want to create. This isn't one person doing it all themselves. It's not one person doing the Bucks and Six podcast and hosting the Here District and spearheading every story that we're going to be telling uh, in Behind the Bucks and launching new podcasts, it's much more of a uh, you know a leadership approach to how do we hire the right audio editors, the right hosts, the right narrators, how many different stories are we putting together at once, and ultimately putting this entire platform together in a strategic way to continue to grow and continue to, be, to build year after year. So let's talk about that position. It's uh, editor in editor in chief okay of uh, the new bucks plus audio uh platform program uh, for Good Karma Brands in Milwaukee. So what do you have to know or have done to be considered for a position like this? I'm guessing you have to have some vision for it, but it sounds like you also have to have some practical experience and knowledge as well. Yeah, uh, certainly you want to have vision for what NBA fans, what Bucks fans want to hear, um, want to have experience in terms of storytelling, whether that's you know audio production, video production, however people tell stories, um, and ultimately be a really passionate fan of the Bucks and the NBA. Like We want to be telling stories that haven't been told or tell stories in a different way than they have been told before. Uh, you don't need all of the technical expertise in each one of those sections, but you need to know enough to be able to bring the right people in in order to do the things that need to be done. You know, you don't have to have experience in editing audio, but you have to know what you want in order to get the right ed audio editors in place to be able to create that story that is going to be of the quality that we expect being ultimately an NBA creator product, right? I mean, this is in conjunction with the team, with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, you're going to have to earn the trust of both the Bucks organizations and Good Karma Brands in order to really be the leader there. Um, and you can almost think about it for those sports fans of, of, of what Bill Simmons does for The Ringer. He doesn't do all of the different podcasts on The Ringer. He doesn't do all of the different editing there. But ultimately, it's his vision. It's his decisions of who's in what place to be able to create the most successful audio platform. So before we go, Greg Scalzo's I guess, top advice suggestion for people who are uh, trying to get noticed, trying to get on the radar for a job like this or perhaps any position where they've been intrigued by Good Karma Brands, our story, uh, the things that we're doing in all the markets around the country or this specific position. As somebody who has hired um, a lot of folks, a lot of teammates uh, over the years and now is responsible for, um, for the Milwaukee operations, what is your advice for people who are thinking, this sounds pretty cool. Like, I would love to – how do I get noticed? Because who's not going to want to at least explore a job like this that has basketball? It's got bucks. It's got content. It's got media. Um, what's your advice for somebody who's thinking, yeah, I'd love to get uh, – 
noticed? What do I do? Uh, don't just lead with, hey, I'm a Bucks fan. This sounds really cool. Um, I want to be a part of it, right? Like, what do you want to do with it? Uh, the focus for us here is how do we create the best possible product, the best possible content for our fans, uh, fans, right, of the stations we run at Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, Bucks fans, this is going to have a massive uh, a massive net. This is for Bucks fans all over the world, right. not just here in Milwaukee. Um, we're going to be able to utilize sort of the audience that the Bucks social platforms have created, that the Bucks in-stadium platforms uh, bring in. We're going to be able to really blow this out to a whole lot of different people. Um, what do you think that product should be? Like, what is your idea in terms of where you think this platform should be and why be really really thoughtful about your approach and the narrative of your creating not just about yourself but about what you think that this platform should be i think there's going to be qualified people who come in and say hey look at my resume i'm the perfect fit but if they don't have an idea of what they want to do with the platform um you know then then i'm going to be looking for that if people are coming in with not the 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 profile of your typical person to lead a content platform like this, then they better have a really good idea of where they want to take this and how they can help get it there. And so I would say be really, really thoughtful about what your approach is going to be um, and how you can help impact this. Great advice, by the way, because what Greg's really talking about is something we've talked about on this show before. It's easy to say, well, I'm a fan or this sounds great for me. Well, that's all well and good. But ultimately, any employer is thinking, well, how do you apply that to what we're trying to do, right? So that thoughtful, more strategic approach sounds like really great advice. Greg, congrats on the uh, new product launch. Uh, I can't wait to see how it develops and unfolds. I think it's going to be one of the more exciting things that we've put our fingerprints on at Good Karma Brands. Absolutely. Me as well. Thanks, Wax. Appreciate it. Greg Scalzo, market manager of Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, joining us here on Hired along the Good Karma Brands radio network. You're listening to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. And welcome back to Hired along the Good Karma Brand's radio network. Great to have you along this weekend. And next up, it's time for our GKB Big Eight. Yep, these are the Big Eight Good Karma Brand's questions. And joining us now, Digital Sales Manager, Mike Matroka. Mike how are you? Welcome to Hired. Thank you for having me. I am excited to be a part of the Big 8. It's all new to me and uh, looking forward to it. It's the hot seat. It's the GKB Big 8, where we learn a little bit about how you feel about good karma brands. You ready to go? I am ready. All right, here we go. Question number one for Mike Matroka. So we do a lot of sports at Good Karma Brands. It's not all we do, but we're involved in sports in so many ways and in so many places. So, Mike, do you have to be a sports fan in order to be a successful teammate at Good Karma Brands? Go. Absolutely not. I think that we have people who have varying um, levels of sports fandom, including those who have very little, if any, sports fandom. So I think as long as you... Um, you know, it can be a great teammate. You can adhere to the GKB values, depending on your role, depending on your position. There are lots of people who are successful without being sports fans at GKB. All right. So as long as the core values and the other pieces are there, um, knowing everything about every sport, not necessarily required in your view. Not required at all. I would say if you enjoy them, it's a, pu- it's a plus, but it's not a must. Of the six Good Karma Brands core values, which one is the most important? Which one would you hang your hat on if there could be only one core value at GKB? I think it depends on your role. 
But I am going to go just overall with our newest core value, which is teamwork. I think if you can be a great team player, then in a lot of ways you probably have some of those other core values. And I just think that working together as a team towards a common goal is probably the most important um, aspect of our core values that you could that you could have. So it's a tough question, right? Because we say there are six, but if you have to pick one, you're going to go with teamwork. Not that the others are unimportant, but it sounds like you're saying exactly. if that part isn't there, it's going to be pretty hard for you to be successful in our environment. Exactly. I think otherwise, you know, you, you're not you probably don't have some of the others if you don't have the overall spirit of teamwork and the core value of teamwork. Question number three, it is said that GKB, Good Karma Brands, is not for everybody. Does Mike Matroka agree that GKB might not be for everybody? 100%. I think that um, GKB is, yeah, I think that it's a place where, again, you want to come if you have those core values, if you want to have the opportunity to, you know, work hard, learn, grow, um, hopefully be here for a long time and have a career. But I don't think that that's everybody's goal, and that's fine. Um, I think that there are other places where people can go where you maybe don't have the same core values, those same values um, in your career and goals in your career. Mike Matroka, Digital Sales Manager for Good Karma Brands, our guest on Hired This Week, and we're running through our GKB uh, Big 8. So, Mike, do teammates have to fit fit a GKB culture in order to be successful in our company? This is an interesting one, and one that I know has been debated um, amongst GKB leadership and teammates because ultimately I think we want people to add to culture. And I think there's, there was a long time where the phrase like fitting a culture was probably the in vogue thing to say. But I think that thinking about it from that new perspective of adding to culture where, yes, you're going to have those core values, but you're going to grow our culture. You're going to make us think maybe differently about different things. You're going to add your own um, input and intake, and ultimately that will make us better as a team. I think that's the way we should probably look at it and the way that we've really begun to talk about it and um, view things from a GKB standpoint. So I don't think you need to be a culture fit. I think you want to uh, you know, have those core values, and then you can grow our culture and make it better than it is when you came. Yeah, interesting. I've talked to other GKB leaders on this show about this question, and they tend to land where you did, which is you know, the core values piece not really something we negotiate, right? Eh, you're not that honest. Correct. Right. That's got to be there. That's table stakes. But fitting a culture sounds like I have to change who I am or my perspective in order to be successful. And you're suggesting that actually what I bring to the party that might be different actually could be additive to who we are. Exactly. Um, I think that that's the way we want to, again, grow as a, as a company and hopefully make our team better. Question number five. I don't, need, I don't need another me on my team. <laughs> yeah, right. We don't. We're duplicating ourselves. Right? <laughs> one, one mic. Yeah, one, one mic is enough. One mic uh, is enough. One wex is definitely more than enough. Why do so many? Question five. Why do so many good karma brands teammates change jobs or positions within our company? We have people that have done this, then that, and then <laughs> this market and that market. Why some are so many of our teammates changing jobs or positions within GKB? I think it relates to what you were just saying uh, or what we were just talking about in terms of core values. I think that if you have those core values and you want to um, make GKB a home for yourself and for your career, you're not going to be in the same position your entire career. You want to grow. You want to um, move around a little bit. You want to advance in the next role. And oftentimes in, in GKB, the role that 
you're in now may not have existed, you know, five months or five years prior. So, you know, even my role as a digital sales manager, that role didn't exist three years ago or pre-COVID. Um, that was a role that as our digital sales and revenue increased over time and we became, you know, pretty successful and proficient in selling digital and having those platforms, it became necessary. And I sort of was in that role before I was officially named to that role. I was kind of the in-house, you know, digital guru for lack of a better word. And ultimately, I was named digital sales manager because I was already doing that. Um, and I think that happens to a lot of teammates. I think um, you look at like an Alex Deppies, like we didn't have like, um, you know, a sales force and a business analyst necessarily um, before he was doing that role himself. Um, so you just look at these different teammates who have created positions for themselves based on what we need as a company and where we're going and how nimble we've been. So I think you see a lot of people moving based on their strengths, based on um, their growth, and based on GKB's growth and evolution within the media space. It's really uh, insightful. There's an old analogy about, do you have the right people on the bus, right people meaning core values and culture? But then the second part of that is, are they in the right seat? So we may have all the right people gathered around us, but maybe we change positions because, go. you know what, Mike, you're probably better suited to sit over there or wax why don't you go sit near the back so um that's kind of what you're describing which is let's get all the terrific teammates together and then figure out what's the best thing for us to do on a day-to-day basis yeah exactly i think you said it perfectly um and it's just you know it's based on again the growth and the media landscape is changing so much and ultimately like we want to be among the forefront of that so as the media landscape evolves, so do we. So speaking of the media landscape, a lot of uh, companies like ours that are involved in radio, audio, content, um, they've reduced a lot of local programming and created more network or syndicated or scaled programming. Good Karma Brands um, has increased a lot of our local, whether that's talk, play-by-play, or other locally uh, originating programming and content. Why is that at GKB? I think ultimately we want, you know, to best serve our our partners, our teammates and our fans. And, you know, a lot of our um, talk and a lot of our programming in the the GKB um, sort of ecosystem, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. is in sports. And I think people want to hear those local hosts. They want to hear the local programming. They want to know what their team is doing and how their team is reacting. Um, I'm not in ESPN Cleveland, but I saw that, you know, Rizzo and um, Goldhammer went to the game in, in Texas and, you know, fans I'm sure were watching that social media. They were probably hearing about it today and unfortunately disappointing <laughs> for a lot of those Browns fans. Right. But I know that people want to hear what is happening in their communities. And I think that there's no way you can quite capture that with national syndicated programming. So sports fans want to know what's going on. They want to hear their teams. They want to hear the reactions. Um, and they don't want to just hear it like, you know, in the sort of one way, um, one platform. So that's one of the other reasons why our local programming has grown to be not just on radio, but it's on some of our podcasts and it's on social and it's on YouTube and it's across all these different platforms, not just sort of, you know, relegated to one way that you can consume that. Mike Matroka so I think is that's on our, one of the reasons we've looked at that. Mike is on our hot seat, our GKB hot seat for eight big GKB questions. I, by the way, I think you're totally right that fans react and and our advertising partners react to what's happening uh, almost viscerally to what's happening in their local market. And uh, I'm I'm proud of the fact that it's a place that we've put more of our time uh, and energy. Question number seven. 
Why do you think businesses, advertising partners, uh, other businesses in our markets locally and nationally, why do they choose to partner with Good Karma brands, Mike? Yeah, I think part of it relates right back to that. If we want to be um, you know, local and do best for our partners, teammates, and, and uh, fans, you know, we're going to be talking about not just the news and the content and the sports teams that are affecting um, you know, our fans, but we're also going to be telling those stories of our partners and their brands and what they um, have to offer and why our fans should be considering their products or services. So if we can do that in a really compelling way, then ultimately that best serves them. And I think that you know, being, finding different ways to tell those stories um, of our partners is ultimately going to help them the best. So again, whether that's through, um, you know, endorsements and libraries and integrated into shows and segments or on social media or as different people consume it, you know, digitally, I'm obviously spend a lot of my time in the digital space, but if more people are going to ESPN.com and the ESPN app in an average month than any other platform in the digital space, isn't that where you want your brand to be? Because you're going to have that visibility. You're going to stand out and sort of cut through the clutter and hopefully grow the consideration for, again, fans to use or consider your product or service. So I think that's the best way to serve those fans is to make sure that they're standing out and that their message is heard and is told in a really compelling way. Mike Matroka, digital sales manager at Good Karma Brands, all on Hired, the Good Karma Brands recruitment show on the GKB radio network. This is Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired along the Good Karma Brands radio network and a special edition of our show for our listeners in southeastern Wisconsin. And Daphne, I'm kind of impressed because, you know, from time to time we have guests, right? Right, yes. On our show. Of course, yeah, yeah. And our guest today on Hired... Not only was on our show, I don't know, I think last year. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. At the end She's of coming back. I know. A returning guest. Do you she know what that means? Us. Well. Oh, you don't think I should go that far? <laughs> Let's not go. Let's just make the assumption. She probably likes she us, doesn't she? Like well, we are thrilled to welcome back to Hired Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager, correct? Correct. Okay. <laughs> At City here in Milwaukee. And Isel, we are actually thrilled to have you join us once again. I'm yeah. super happy to be here again. Great. You know, kind of fun. Oh, okay, great. You know, I am, uh, yeah, she came back a second time. Um, but we want to hear about City Year. Tell us about City Year. Yeah, so City Year is an educational nonprofit organization that is focused on serving students and youth in our community. Um, essentially, it is in 29 different states, so we're nationwide, mm-hmm. um, serving students in under-resourced schools to make sure that they, you know, can ultimately reach their full potential. Oh, okay. So this wow. is not just a Milwaukee concern, even though yeah. that's obviously where your focus is. Yes. Um, and so tell us a little bit about how it works. So when you say helping students fulfill their potential, um, how does that happen at City Year? Yeah, so we recruit core members that are 17 to 25 to be mentors and tutors in Milwaukee Public Schools specifically um, for about 10 months or so. So it is a short-term program with an everlasting impact on our students. Mm-hmm. And so it can be seen as like a gap year program. So any folks you know who are transitioning out of school that may not know what that next step is, that's where City Year comes in. And so we provide training for two weeks um, before they step into schools where they serve third ninth graders and just serve as that extra support where the teacher may not have the capacity to fill 
pulling them out for tutoring sessions, pushing in in the classroom, answering questions, assisting them um, after school activities, things of that nature. That sounds great. How long have you been at City Year? It is going to be my second year. Maybe it's my third. I don't know if it's my second or third <laughs> in December. I started December of 2021. So. Right. Well, and Daphne, so. I'm glad she asked because we really should, and that's my fault for not starting with you, right? <laughs> right. Okay. I was going to dig into that. <laughs> and your journey to a company that obviously, or an organization that has a real mission and a real purpose, how did they find you or you find them? Yeah. So I actually did a similar service program my senior year of college at UWM, and it was called Public Allies. And so very similar um, service organization that is also AmeriCorps. Um, And then after I graduated, I was like, well, I still want to make an impact in the community. And I had heard about City Year through the grapevine. And I started off as an impact manager. So I managed my own team of core members that I now am recruiting. So then I just transitioned into this role because I feel like more people should know about City Year. And mm. I hadn't only heard about it because I was in a similar organization. And so now I go around the city doing things like this, sharing City Year and sharing the opportunity for young people who have no idea about it. Well, we're glad we get to play uh, a role in helping you uh, publicize uh, the mission a little bit. Daphne and I talk on this show quite a bit, not just about recruitment, which we'll get to in a moment, but also you know, business culture and what it's like to work in different places. Mm-hmm. How would you describe the culture, the business culture, the vibe, if you will, at City Year? Yeah, the vibe is so authentic but unique and just like, eclectic if you will you know it's there's a variety of different people we want people who come from all different backgrounds have all different identities because ultimately like those are the students that we serve and we want them to be able to see themselves in our mentors in our tutors and we pride ourselves in our dbie work um and just really just like bringing all different types of people together for the same mission which is ultimately just to give to our students and let them know that they can feel you know, safe or secure with the people that are in their schools that they can resonate with that represent them. This is Hired along the GKB radio network. And our guest today, Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager at City Year Milwaukee. So you told us a little bit about your experience with City Year, um, told us some about the business culture. So I'm going to jump into like those open opportunities that you have at, at City Year. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So right now we are currently hiring for our mid-year position. And mid-year just means starting a little bit later than the folks who have already started in the summertime. And so that position starts October 16th. But the application closes September 15th. And essentially what that looks like is it's a full-time job. So it's Monday through Friday serving our students. Oftentimes um, you start the school day with our students and end after they leave school. Um, But it is up until about May. um, Again, 17 to 25. It is given with a... um, 1100 biweekly stipend, and at the end of your service, upon completion of service, you're given the Siegel Education Award, which is $4,826.50. And that is just for that mid year position. Um, but, you know, free bus pass, access to free dental and health insurance, wow. um, as well as a two week winter break. Um, nine days of time planned off, and so many more benefits. We'll be right back with more Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. 
Alongside Good Karma Brand Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. It sounds like a fairly uh, robust uh, compensation and benefits uh, package. What kind of people would you expect to apply? Who would be the ideal kinds of people that you're looking for as you cast the net yeah. uh, across southeastern Wisconsin and perhaps uh, elsewhere? What are we looking for here, Isel? Yes, so we're always looking for 17 to 25-year-olds and particularly that age range because those are the folks who have recently come out of school, so they have a more better understanding of what school is still like for students. And so that's the age range, but also folks who want to spend a year of their life doing something meaningful. I know everyone can get a job anywhere else, but you know, making an impact on those students, giving back to the community, people who are going to get up and commit to the work every day, and folks who just, just really just want to make an impact on Milwaukee. And so if someone does want to make an impact on Milwaukee, wants to really give back um, in, in that time frame, is there any additional training that you would provide? Maybe they may not have all of the skills that you're looking for. How can, how can you kind of like, you know, close that gap on education and, 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 and training? Yeah, definitely. And so actually right now our core members are 50% high school graduates and then the other 50% some college or have graduated from college. So now this is probably like one of the most diverse groups that we have as far as education goes. And so there are no educational requirements other than you having that high school diploma or GED equivalent. And for the first two to three weeks of service, our core members are trained. We have externals come from the community. Um, People in our own organization that have taken so much time to prepare and get all the information, even from national resources, um, to provide to our core members to make sure that they're prepared before they go into school. So I, I love that. So some training for people who are, are, are ready to take on this important role, right? Um, giving back to the community. Um, so if someone's interested, like what additional kind of like growth and advancement could a position like this help them, you know, bridge to or yeah. go to? Um, so throughout the year, we have different what we call LACI opportunities, which is life after city year. So Say that again. Life after City City year. year. Yes. So, yeah, Lacey. And so that's just to make sure that because this is like a stepping stone for that next step, that we're not just leaving our core members hanging. We're connecting them with other organizations in the community, giving them opportunities to check out different colleges in the um, community or throughout the state. And we even share, you know, we have hundreds of partnerships across the country as far as scholarships go for folks that do want to take on higher education. And we have a fair at the end of the year um, where all of our community partners come and you can see different opportunities to make sure that you have something lined up right afterwards. So a question about uh, applicants. No, so I assume if I'm an applicant, um, I don't think I'm in the age range that you suggested. <laughs> just but, slightly outside. I just, I just missed. Yes. Just a bit outside. Um, but somebody comes in and they're, they're they're interested and they've gone through whatever application process. Are they going to be interviewed by you, by a group of people? What's the process at City Year for me to get noticed, to become famous, and ultimately hopefully get uh, chosen? <laughs> Yeah, and so since City Year is a national organization, there are a lot of different moving pieces. So initially, you'd meet someone like myself or one of our local recruiters, and we'd have a one-on-one. We'd give you all the in-depth information on City Year, and then eventually you're going to fill out that application. And then someone from our national recruitment team would reach out to you, schedule a phone interview, um, and then additionally, you'd have one more interview, which could be from another person that sits in Kansas City, for example. Um, So that's why, like, 
that's when we start to build up those concrete skills where you're checking your email, you know, answering the phone, even if you don't know who it is, just saying, hey, this is so-and-so, um, and then f- moving on um, because there are so many different moving pieces, but definitely just making sure that we're all communicating and keeping up to- with that, which are one of the leadership you know, qualities and opportunities that we provide at City Year. Okay. Sounds great. How can we learn more? Yeah, so you can always go to cityyear.org or City Year Milwaukee, and then you can check out and see what all the different opportunities, the different benefits, things of that nature that come with City Year. Um, you could also always call our office downtown in Milwaukee. We're located right off the river. Um, but you can also always find my information on our website as well. Which is City Year. Dot org? Yes. Okay. So or City Year Milwaukee. City Year Milwaukee as well. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. I, I think I found you that way when I yeah. was uh, uh, doing some research. Um, so before we wrap up, this is your opportunity, Isel. Give our audience who might be interested in applying or they might know someone in their family who might be interested, what advice do you have, somebody who's been in the organization now for, I don't know, it's either two or three. Or, <laughs> right. I'm, not sure, right? <laughs> years, right? I'm not sure we ever determined that. Um, what is your personal advice to someone who's hearing your message today, learning about the organization? What would you like them to know about City Year and about perhaps getting involved? Yeah, I always like to tell young people that there's absolutely no shame in not knowing what your next step is. Whether that's graduating from high school or college or taking some classes, there's never too many options for you to be able to have for your next step. You know, I've talked to some people who are like, nope, I know what I'm doing, I'm going to school. And I'm like, okay, no problem. And then a few weeks later, they call me like, hey, you know, I'm really glad we had that conversation because things changed. And there's no problem with that. And everyone in City Year, especially our core members, are all in the same boat and still figuring out what those next steps are while doing something super meaningful and impactful. Boy, I love that advice, Stephanie. I, I do. I love that. Some of us are still trying to figure out what we want to be when we <laughs> grow up, right? We're, yeah, we're working with him. We're coaching him. So, yeah, Can you repeat well. the website again? I just want to make sure that people got that. I mean, Yeah, definitely. So you can go to www.cityyear.org slash Milwaukee. Perfect. Perfect. Well, great information. Great work you're doing. Yeah. And I also I kind of loved the bonus advice, which is you don't have to know you every don't. step of the way in your Absolutely. career, yeah. which is, by the way, something we should probably tackle on a episode. Really? Yeah. Huh? And being open to opportunities. Right. Yeah, so I love change. that, too. Yeah. And then I love that. And then change. We talk about change, too. So maybe someone knows, but then ah, things change. And then they know that they can come back to you. So thank you so much, Isel. Isel, great Thank to you. see you again. Yes, so should we yes. schedule this for next year? Right? Yes, 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 yes. Right yes. Now, put it on my calendar. Awesome. Well, always great to see you. And thank you again for Thank everything you. that you're doing. We'll be right back with more Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. To learn more about opportunities at Good Karma Brands, remember it's www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers. You'll find out more about the Milwaukee Bucks Editor-in-Chief opportunity that Greg and I talked about as well. For studio producer Chris Larson, I'm Steve Wexler. Have a great week. We'll see you again here next weekend on Hired on the Good Karma Brands Radio Network.